0: We ultimately are the deciders of our body state, life state and all that, including like let's say we have a disease, we can live well or not well with it, mind, heart, we start rolling with how are we thinking, how are we feeling and what direction do we want to go with this.
1: Hello and welcome to the Dream Collective podcast. Today is extra special because this is the first episode where I have a guest on. And the guest that I have on, I've known for over two years now, and I knew that she had to be the first person that I interview because she is so magical. So inspiring and just one of the biggest heart energy people that I know. And I really wanted to share her magic with you. The person that I'm talking about, the magical being that I'm talking about is Azure Wolf. She is a registered yoga teacher. She's a healer and she's an empowered guidance coach who really helps bring people back to themselves in one of the most beautiful ways I've ever seen. She literally expands you within yourself to connect with parts of yourself that maybe you have forgotten about or haven't listened to, or just don't pay as much attention to as maybe you would like to. And she has this beautiful way of, yeah, just bringing you back to you. And so I'm so excited to have Azure on the podcast today. Welcome, Azure. I am so, so excited to have you as my first guest on my new Dream Collective podcast. I'm happy to be here. Excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. So Azure, as you as I as I mentioned in the intro, is very into body awareness. And this is the thing that's like really stood out for me about what you do is how you are all about connecting people back with their body and doing it in such a loving way and accepting way. Like, do you want to share a little bit about your story, how you really tuned in and back into your body and kind of how you got here?
0: Sure, sure. Um, you know, I think that even on the level of us thinking we are connected by doing physical exercise and eating certain things and all that, um, you come to a point to start recognizing that you're just going through the motions in life and I had gotten to that point with myself and my diabetes um I've been a type 1 diabetic for 41 years where at the age of 41 I had been kind of running myself ragged physically because I had wanted to really show that I could be a strong diabetic and that I was kind of in charge of my life and and that kind of thing so the age of 41 I started getting more curious and I woke up one day and I asked my body what it wanted. And that was, I mean, it was a pivotal moment in my life where my body kind of went into shock just that I had asked instead of just done. Like I like, this is what we're doing versus what would you like to do body? And it made me realize that we're not conversing with our bodies. And if we are, what are we actually saying to our bodies? And how are we speaking in a way that's very, empowering encouraging uh, kind of in a belief system way uh, of our abilities and living our most vibrant life so when i started that conversation with my body my whole world changed i just started asking more questions so you bought my body wanted yoga and then i got more curious about breath work then i got curious about meditation then i got curious about you know consciousness um, uh, all these neuroscience, you know, the pathways of our brains, I started doing, uh, diving into neuroplasticity. So to make a long story short, it started at 41, six years ago, five years ago. Um, And it just started with asking questions and being curious.
1: Yeah, I think that is so beautiful. And I think you're right where we don't ask our body enough questions and we don't feel into what our body is saying to us. And one thing that, you know, I know, I, I know you a little bit outside this podcast. So I I just want to kind of share with the audience how you, I, I don't even know what it's called, but like your, one of your magical gifts is like feeling with your body, what other people are saying. So it's kind of like how people are clairvoyant. You're like clairphysical. (laughs) I don't know what it would be called, but it's really interesting how just, you know, by you tuning into listening to your body, you can also like hear and feel through your body with like what other people are saying. And you do that, like, and you support other people in this.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting because um, when I started the conversation with my body and as time progressed, I would start hearing words or whatever my, I would, you know, someone would ask me a question and my body would react first. This is a yes for me. This is a no for me. Because my body was now like, well, I'm being heard. So I'm going to give you my yes and no's. And then as I started talking to people, I would hear words coming from their bodies. And I'm like, whoa, this word just came up. And all of a sudden it, it would resonate with them and we'd talk about it. So in in listening to my body and connecting to that, it's kind of like that um, quantum entanglement, you know, us being really interconnected with each other, we can start hearing each other, you know, hearing the, hearing our bodies speak. Um, it's a language that doesn't even have to be spoken. We can feel into it. So I think it's a great way for us to get out of our minds and into our hearts. And I definitely lead with heart medicine.
1: Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's so fascinating. And I, I find your story so inspiring because at 41, that's my current age. And I feel like I'm most disconnected from my body than ever before. And I've been working at trying to get back into shape and eating healthy. And so for me hearing this, and I hope for the audience too, it's like, it's inspiring to hear at age 41, you can reconnect back in because I, I follow your Instagram and you are fit and you're active and you're doing all this fun stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks amazing. So inspiring.
0: (laughs) That is so funny. You say that. Well, it's it's actually wonderful because it's, Um, there is no, we've put this element of time around things and I've heard a lot of women be in their forties feeling like they had not been with their bodies. They had not been listening or blah, blah, blah. And they start to get curious and they don't know what that curiosity means. And I think that in our forties, um, it's such a great opportunity because you're depending on what lifeline you're on. 20s, 30s, 40s even though they're just time frames they really are developmental stages into what i think is a more bliss phase in and more consciousness and awareness where we can really be with our bodies on a deeper level as we get into our 40s so creating that conversation at 41 seems perfect so i love that you're saying that and and why not Um, we are, these, these bodies are just amazing. They're gifts and they want to be heard and validated and loved and listened to. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I know one of one thing that you really stand for and you, uh, share and the way you share it too, is so beautiful because it's just so subtle. It's just you being you and you share how we are our greatest healers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I'd love for you to share more about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is one that I mean, we could go on for a long time about this, but just to hear this, you are your own healer and meaning that we go, um, if you go to, you know, physical therapy and all these things and people can guide us into, uh, certain modalities and levels of thinking and whatnot, but ultimately we are the ones taking the action. Our energy is getting involved. We have a curiosity that we're building. We have the makeup that is being shifted by our actions after we hear, see, experience these things. So it's us healing ourselves instead of staying in a rigid space of same, same, same. So in that element, we, instead of handing ourselves over to other people all the time, or, you know, being facilitated and choosing to run with it ourselves, we ultimately are the deciders of our body state, life state, and all that, including, like, let's say we have a disease, we can live well or not well with it, mind, heart, we start rolling with how are we thinking, how are we feeling, And what direction do we want to go with this? So we have the ability to um, make ourselves well or unwell. No pill, no anything. It is our thought process. It's how we are navigating, channeling through our life. It's what we're deciding to do. It's what we are believing in that heals us, helps us to grow. I get really passionate about this because I have seen myself shift patterns, um, about body image or strength or living with a disease or, um, even the longevity of life and what that means. I feel myself getting more vibrant as I get older because I've decided it. Um, and what, what's the worst thing that could happen? The worst thing that can happen is I could die living my best life. What's the best thing that can happen? The best thing is that I've become a healer within my own body and have lived this exceptional life because I chose to in my mind. I chose to see it that way.
1: So, whoa, give Azure a break. Give Azure a breather. (laughs) No, I think it's, I think that's a really powerful message to share. And I think, you know, your journey is really interesting because you have not allowed your type two diabetes to stand in your way. And you have actually used that to like empower yourself. It, it seems from like an outsider looking in, it's just like, wow, you are living your best life. And like, no matter what maybe doctors have said, I have no idea what they've said, but I'm just like, imagine, you know, and even just like the self dialogue that one must, must experience when they're living with type two diabetes and you're just like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to live my life the way I want to.
0: So let's run with that one. So it is type one diabetes. Oh, type one. So, okay. I mean, not, not everyone knows <laughs> the difference. Type two is generally adult onset type one your pancreas attacks itself. And so your pancreas doesn't work. It has nothing to do with food or anything like that. Um, And I was five when I was diagnosed. And so being in the scope of being our own healers, when we think about it and we go to doctors, they give you their timeline, their prediction, their this is what happens when you have this and all that. You're being told, but you don't have to believe. So that is where I stopped. I went, I'm sorry, that's your story and I chose to believe something different. So being five years old, I heard the messages of you're going to die young, she's going to be sick, she's going to be weak. And I had the inner dialogue and knowing inside of me, that was not going to be my story. And even though I went through rough times, it just shows how at 46 years of age, I am just becoming stronger in my resolve of my you know, being calm with myself and loving, and also strong by being soft and loving and all those things. It, it can happen at any age, you can change at any time. Your mind can tell you something, but remember you can change your mind. And if other people are creating, you know, they're telling you what your reality is gonna be, you don't have to believe it. You get to create your own reality. That's the beauty of our existence.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, definitely I love how you talked about soft is strong that really resonated that really resonated because you don't normally associate the word soft with strong Mm -hmm. it makes me feel into like you've really connected into like this divine feminine within and that softness is like your strength
0: that took time yeah. I really was a very, I thought that being strong meant like powering through and muscling up and all that. And you're seeing that in this day and age, boss, babe, you know, all this, but really it's the essence of us being able to pause, be soft, let ourselves be in our flow, not have to power through, but feel through. that is our magic. When you can incorporate those two, your strength is so incorporated with softness. So that's just my take
1: on that. Oh my God. I think that's so beautiful. We need to like Mm -hmm. get you on the mic more often. (laughs) I think you have like so many powerful messages to share. And I just, you know, the thing that I love about what you do is I think I've said this already. It's just like, just how you be how you exist. It's like, it just oozes off of you. And it just like flows out of you. And it's so inspiring. I hope everybody listening is so inspired by you right now. (laughs) I'm sure they are.
0: (laughs) You're so sweet. Um, (laughs) Take some inner work. We all have our work to do, but in a beautiful way, not like I got to work, work, work. It's more like lit talking and working through things and listening to our inner Self and mm-hmm. and really coming back home, you know all those things.
1: Yeah. So when you were diagnosed when you were five, like was there any element of you that was like that kind of bought what the doctor was saying, or from that age you just always knew? And did your parents like help foster that? Like how did you? How were you able to say so strong in your truth when the world and others around you probably were like, oh? Azure? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I think that I went through different stages. Being a young child, I knew I was an adult. I was like, I'm five, I'm an adult now. So that was a shift. I no longer thought like a child. Um, And then I went through periods of denial, anger. I mean, my teenage years, I was having seizures. I was having a lot of anger. Um, which was so vital to where I am now. Like it was, I was empowering myself in a way and questioning the norm and um, finding my own path. And I did damage to myself, but that was, part of, that was part of the experience. But I would say that deep inside of me, I had some kind of resolve. I had, even at my times when I wasn't taking full care of myself, there was something in there in me that just knew um, that there was a different way, that I didn't have to believe all these things I was being told. um, And what would be the harm if I chose something different? So again, you know, in life, there's going to be the roller coasters. And, but I just, I think the most important thing is just that you don't just take other people's beliefs as your own, be curious. What does it mean for you? Like, what does their belief belief system mean for you? You're diagnosed with this and they think it means this, but what does it mean for you? And where does your curiosity build on your strength? So, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. That's powerful. So what type of work do you do with your clients today?
0: Mm. You know, it's so interesting We, I dapple in different things with clients because they'll think they want yoga, but it turns into a sitting and breathing and talking. Um, I would say a lot of the one-on-one work that I do that's on kind of a healing level, mind you, when I do healing work, I learn things and find some spaces of healing for myself. Um, If there's a lot of conversations, when we hear ourselves talk and then someone repeats it back to you, we hear it differently. And then we start going, oh, I didn't know I was just seeing this way. So I help people to see a broader range of possibilities when they are stuck in a certain belief system. And then you get open to different outlets, different ways of being, different ways of seeing, different ways of moving. Um, so that's a lot of the work I do. It's conversational, very loving, compassionate. I have a big listening ear. I come from a huge space of understanding because that is the root of love. And to show someone love, being the listener of, and being understanding is powerful. Um, so a lot. Some of the other work I do is um, I do couples yoga to be very playful with couples together. Um, and then I have my women's uh, retreats, or breathwork classes, or things like that. Any way that I can get in help them to get deeper into their being on a emotional, conscious, uh, loving level.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I'm hearing, and kind of like when you're talking, I get these little visions, and it's like you are moving. You're you're like listening to parts of people who haven't, those parts haven't been heard. And it's like, you're tuning them into their body and these parts of themselves that have been wanting to speak and wanting to be heard. And it's like, you're connecting them back to more of themselves is what I'm hearing.
0: I love that analogy. I love that. It's like this, they're on the wrong radio station or a, a different radio station and or just now like expanding just it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That is, so, I love that. That is so cool. Yeah. And yeah I would say that's, that's true. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's, that's what I hear and feel when, when I, I mean, I personally feel that when we've talked in the past and just listening to you, I'm just like, you're, you're like, an expander of people like in their own being it's so cool it's so cool what you do i think you're pure magic
0: (laughs) (laughs) my god thank you so well i say sweet (laughs) but i really what i mean is we understand each other and i feel like some people aren't being understood and to help people understand themselves on a different level through dreams through the work i do through these different elements It is big magic. It's big magic. We're
1: meant to be doing it. I love that. You've said yes to your big magic and that you use it to serve in such a beautiful way. Thank you. Yeah. And so you have some eBooks and free yoga classes that people can tune into. Do you want to share where people can get that?
0: Yeah, so I have a website called azurewolf.com, azurewolf com, where I've got 3 ebooks and they're all different. One's like Coming Home to Your Body, one's The Empowered Diabetic, one is about food, and, and I've got more stuff coming. I have a YouTube channel, it's Azure Wolf, where there's you know free yoga. Some of it's eight minutes, some of it's just three poses, some of it's flow. I'm, at, I'm about to drop about 20 more videos in there. Um, and then some yoga nidra and whatnot, I do offer up some donation based spaces or even chat spaces, um, which I usually show on my stories on Instagram that are impromptu for people to just come get some journal prompts and kind of express it's interesting in the space of where people have never even met, they can come to zoom and one people, will, one person will speak up And then everyone else feels like they can speak too, and it is powerful to move out of the throat chakra instead of getting stuck with what we want to say and be able to move that energy. Um, It's very cleansing. Uh, So I love to create the spaces for people to verbalize, if you will.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. All right. So I will make sure to put all the links below and your Instagram link. And so people can connect with you and reach out to you and also just like tap into your magic because you're constantly sharing it, like you said, on your Instagram stories and all over the place. So thank you so much, Azure. This has been amazing.
0: Thank you. I know that we will do this again at some point. If you guys ever need like a clarity call, I do 15 minute free clarity calls to see if we were each other's jam. I forgot to put that in there, but I'm so grateful you had me on. I'm so happy I'm the first day and cheers till we do this again. (laughs)
1: Definitely.